Broadcasting from Cincinnati, Ohio. And Phoenix, Arizona. You are listening to Work Life 360. This podcast is all about helping one another navigate through the noise and the clutter that's holding us back from our potential to be a healthier, successful community. Whether it's stress, head trash, time management, tips on living a healthier lifestyle, or just navigating lifelong goals, this podcast is everything work-life related. I'm Rhonda. And I'm Bruce. We're here to provide you with tips and tricks to help you navigate through the day-to-day mental blocks. Let's get started. Welcome back to episode 27 of Worklight 360. Today, we're going to be talking all about our experience with the 60-day challenge. But first, if you're a first-time listener, welcome to Worklight 360. If you've been with us for a while, again, thank you for continuing to join us every single week as Ron and I deliver great content every single Wednesday. And again, today is just about the the challenges that we've begun, 60-day challenge. Uh, Rhonda, you've got some exciting news from your little trip to the Grand Canyon, but how are you? I'm doing great. Bruce, a little sleep deprived. We've (laughs) experiencing the monsoons here pretty readily every single night. And last night, it was like phone alert one after the other all hours of the night. So feeling a little sleepy today but excited to be here and just hearing your voice again and connecting with our listeners um pretty thankful great great what what kind of phone alerts for like flooding yes flooding be aware of flying debris that was a new one i hadn't seen yet so last night we just noticed the wind we had up to 80 mile an hour winds so it was pretty crazy and i noticed lots of neighbors peeking outside their doors. At one point, our street was completely impassable from the water. Wow. Um, It's the most serious I've seen since husband and I moved into our home about a year and a half ago. Um, But we're luckily not located in a flood zone. Anyway, I'll be calling my homeowner's insurance to check (laughs) on our policy. After the winds last night, I was really concerned today on the way into work i actually took some video of our scottsdale branch because there were trees down everywhere so i made sure i parked my jeep away from anything that could potentially come down because that alert expired i think at 10 30 this morning so it's been amazing to watch though i have to say to watch the power of mother nature is it it, there's almost a a calmness to it a calm yet excitement Mm -hmm. um i grew up part of my life in Virginia, uh, in Hampton, Virginia. And, you know, we experienced a few hurricanes and there's a, there's a weird vibe around, you know, a hurricane coming. You know, there's people that have hurricane parties. They get all excited. They go to the liquor store, they buy all sorts of beer. And then there's people that are fearful. There's people boarding up. There's, but there's all, there's a, a certain buzz around a storm coming or, a storm happening, um, kind of a little bit of adrenaline running, I think. And I, I'm wondering if that's not just something that we're pre-wired with going back hundreds of years where we didn't have the the luxury of knowing when a storm was coming or uh, where storms came from or why one day you woke up and, you know, <laughs> everything was destroyed. You know, mm-hmm. if there, if we're not somewhere in our genetics that it's we're just programmed that way but that's that's crazy you guys are getting such high winds and so much rain we talk often about things with outside of our control like we have no control and just to sit back and observe 
the magnitude and the power of the earth. We're pretty much in our sacred space, our workspace all day long, and we're not outside in our really humanistic environment. We kind of lost that interconnection with Mother Earth. And you probably know people, Bruce, very in tune with the weather and they can sense changes coming. They can smell it. They can feel it on their skin. They can feel it on a cellular level. With our modern lifestyle, we kind of lost that connection. I think there's something beautiful to kind of envision what it's like to live outside in the elements. And I think that's where that kind of, you mentioned, like some people get this adrenaline rush, just being connected with our planet on a cellular level can really be a powerful moving experience, but it can also be very healing. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Um, So you had some fun over the past couple weeks, Um, went to the Grand Canyon, did quite a bit of hiking. Well, let's see. Our initial plan was to hike rim to rim, but it's been 118, 120 down in the basin. So although we were approved to backpack down, once we arrived, they recommended we change our route, which we did. We took the Brighton Angel Trail down. It ended up being a little over 22 miles, almost 23 miles of hiking. And fortunately for me, and other folks who are into the whole hiking world. We kind of learn early on in those little adventures the importance of having a plan, having an emergency kit, fueling, hydrating, electrolytes, you know, making sure that you're not wearing new shoes or having some type of compass or something in the event that you don't have access to your cell phone anymore. So with that in mind, we hiked down into the canyon and pretty much even though it was was really warm we were successful I will say the last two miles were a little challenging because it was supposedly only 9.5 miles as we talked about before when you have a goal to get somewhere then you think that's the goal line then you find out oh you still have another two miles to go it can kind of set you back because you're anticipating oh it's time to like relax and recharge Um, but anyway the challenge I think for my husband was not being in physical fitness per se, and not really understanding the importance of fuel for something this grand was really, really important. And he, kind of like you, is in this intermittent fasting. He's not a breakfast eater, doesn't really take a lunch, drinks a little bit throughout the day, but his first Mm -hmm. meal really isn't until he comes home from work. He'll have like a salad just as like a pre-dinner, get ready to take in some fuel kind of behavior and then we'll have, you know, whatever the dinner is going to be. So anyway, long story short, this morning of our hike out, which was a little over 11 miles, I kept encouraging him, Jim, you might want to have a little snack, something to drink. And he's like, no, I'm not hungry. I don't need that. Eating breakfast makes me feel sick. Well, despite my continuous efforts to kind of encourage him as we're hiking out, I started to notice his feet were getting a little sloppy. He was getting a little sluggish, tripping. Mm. We're about six miles out. He's carrying probably 45 pounds on his back. In his backpack, I had about 35 probably. And um, so then I just noticed him sweating like a lot more. And we were, we left early enough that it was before 
the 110 degree temperatures. So it was probably, I would say about 85-ish at this point, and he works outside in the elements. So I wasn't anticipating that the heat was gonna be a concern, but I knew he was gonna run out of steam because he did not fuel. So long story short, his body checked out. He really struggled, and I would say he had a bit of a, a fuel emergency. So trying to encourage him to snack a little bit on some healthy foods and hydrate himself with some electrolyte. At first, he felt so exhausted that that just did not seem feasible to him. He felt nauseous. As we would learn, he was not going anywhere until he stopped recouped, took in some fuel, and slowly but surely, it took him about two hours to get some fuel into his cells through the digestion process and hydration process to where he could actually carry himself out. And there was about three miles there where I had to carry everything. Um, and he was wow. embarrassed. So that was really a humbling experience for him to accept help from his wife. But I encouraged him to just, hey, let's just worry about getting you out here healthy. Nobody cares who's carrying what. Nobody's looking at us. Everyone's safety is our priority. If roles were switched, you would carry me on your back if you had to. So you right. know, with time, eventually there was about a half mile left where he was able to say, hey, give me my backpack. Let me see if I can do this. And so then I did, and he was able to hike out. And it was a lesson learned for him. So as soon as we made it up and we were waiting the bus back to our vehicle he said you know, thank you thanks for allowing me to trust someone again because i really was feeling very vulnerable and that's not something i'm comfortable with so next time yeah <laughs> his approach will be very different so sometimes we have to learn the hard way um, yeah anyway. no i get it and that's uh, you know it's it's a humbling experience but at the same time like he's got to be proud of you for what you're capable of doing uh not necessarily his realm his world of endurance hiking and stuff more more yours but kind of maybe brings a new light of of to your capabilities well i think it's it's one of those things where it's a partnership like with any relationships yeah. whether it's work life or home life we all have different attributes and skill sets and things that are more common in our everyday practice and when we can share these skills with someone else and contribute to the betterment of our relationship it's just a win-win and you know as i mentioned today like i have a headache from not sleeping so well you know with my team i had people picking me up and supporting me and you know giving me that energy just to show up as my best self so just being cognizant of that and open to the fact that none of us are excellent at everything and none of us are excellent at anything all of the time. And just be willing to seek support from those people that have our back. That's just a win-win for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, we talk about the challenges and obviously the, today we're talking about our, our 60 day challenge and, uh, you know, we got a lot of responses regarding what people are, are giving up or challenging their mental mindset or their eating habits their daily habits, you know, a lot of great responses. Um, Want to share, you know, my experience just a little bit here. Uh, so I started about today's number, today is day 15 for myself. And, you know, the, the two other people that I'm doing this with, uh, 
I have to have to kind of pat myself on the shoulder a little bit and and say that I'm the only one that hasn't had to start over yet. Uh, they both had to start over for, of all things, tr- uh, sweets. Mm-hmm. Um, the one like that's the one thing that I'm like, okay, I, I can definitely do that. And I think they did too. But once they ate the sweet, they were like, oh shoot, I wasn't supposed to do that. And and it's great that they've got the integrity and and the the self discipline to it to tell everybody else like, hey guys, I messed up. I got to start over. Um, and we we all use the habit tracker and um, it's we send each other you know messages throughout the day just checking in like hey I just completed this or I did that you know and it's it's great to have accountability partners um, I have a love hate relationship with accountability uh, I love it at the same time as I hate it so it's a uh, double edged sword mm-hmm. but it is nice to have accountability partners and to experience this with people. Um, in fact, right before we jumped on, um, somebody that I work with sent me a message who's also doing the 60-day challenge, and, and he, he said, Bruce, I almost caved in this weekend. Uh, and what, his biggest thing was giving up beer, not that he's an alcoholic, but just enjoys drinking, but knows that uh, it's going to be a challenge for him to do or to not drink for 60 days, just like myself. Uh, and I've the devil's been on my shoulder more than once. Uh, we were at the lake last weekend, and what do people do when they go to the lake? They float in the water and drink beer. You get back, and you're cooking out. You're drinking beer. You're, you know. And so I had to, a net, not announce, but inform people like, hey, I'm not drinking right now. I'm, I'm doing this challenge, and then they were really intrigued, and then, you know, they supported it. Um, and so it wasn't as tough as I thought it was going to be, but tough nonetheless. Uh, there's the hardest part for me has been eating this this wonderful salad each day. Uh, it, it's been great. <laughs> I say that uh, condescendingly, but it's been that has been my toughest challenge to to remind myself. Okay, I'm getting ready to eat. Got to get a salad. When I go to the grocery store, got to make sure we have stuff for salad. Um, and so taking the, the little bit of time throughout my day to make sure that I set myself up for success is big. Um, you know, my wife supports me 100% and I love her to death for doing so because this isn't something that's, you know, in her wheelhouse is like these big challenges. Uh, but she's very um, supportive in me doing it, which is great. Um, so we've had to change some meals here and there to accommodate, but... Again, accountability, support system. Uh, one of the the cool things that I've uncovered is the, the benefits of taking a cold shower. At first, when I was introduced to the idea, I was like, why in the world would anybody want to willingly take a cold shower? And I started listening to this audio book, Own Your Day, Own Your Life, and he starts the first chapter off talking about the benefits of a cold shower and there's a ton of them uh there i do have to say like when i get out of the cold shower and dry off like i feel great uh it's it's a little tough to take that first step in um because it is cold water we don't like it but uh he talks about using 
the Wim Hof method of breathing. Is that right? That's the right yes. person, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's essentially you're taking 30 deep breaths and you get, now not lightheaded, but you get that tingly feeling in your body mm-hmm. and then you jump into the shower. And once you jump into the shower, now you start controlling your breath on the exhale and you hold your breath at the bottom. Um, I did that for about the first week and and now I'm, I'm more, now I can just jump in. I, there's no preparation. It's just like, hey, this is what it is. I jump in and, and kind of, I don't say immune to it, but getting accustomed to it. But definitely, I'm a, whether I'm going to continue to do this the rest of my life, I doubt it because I do enjoy a warm shower a lot better. But I do see the benefits. Uh, I'm not as sluggish in the mornings. I I feel better. Um, And it may be because it's a combination of, you know, the alcohol or not drinking alcohol, uh, being more self-aware and journaling and taking cold showers and working out and eating right. Maybe it's a combination of all those things, but I don't feel sluggish. I feel sharp. I feel clean. Um, so it's, it's, it, and it's only day 15, mm-hmm. you know, get down to day 40 and day 50. Like I'm excited to see what that feels like. Well, it makes sense. Um, I've worked with a lot of athletes in terms of the cold showers and taking cold baths. Obviously, it helps with inflammation of the body, um, and it helps our immune system responses. So studies show that taking a cold shower increases the amount of white blood cells that enter into our body, um, which help fight disease. And in terms of alertness, besides the shock value... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a shock. (laughs) It actually wakes up your body and it increases a higher state of alertness. So that impacts all aspects of not only our physical self, but our mental self. So it just stimulates us to, I don't know if you notice, Bruce, you probably take a deeper breath when the cold water hits your skin. Yes, it's it's a different deep breath too. (laughs) It's it's more... Yeah. Yes. So that decreases our level of CO2 throughout our body, and that helps us concentrate. So it's interesting. Um, I mean, that's something people can do even during the day. If you're starting to feel sluggish and you don't have a lot of energy, believe it or not, if you just go into the bathroom and just splash some cold water on your face or even on your wrists, um, on your neck, it really can help you. And even your feet, believe it or not, it can really help Mm. increase your alertness throughout the day and added to that caveat is some energized breathing. For those folks who haven't tried it yet, I do it frequently. I had mentioned to you off record after a hot run or a long run, I go in the shower and it's just cold water strictly um, because that's my body's feeling overheated first of all. So even though it's chilling, it just relaxes the muscles and gets rid of some inflammation from stressing the body for so long physically. But I would say for people that haven't tried it before, you don't have to start off cold. No. Give yourself a chance to dive into that space. And as you had mentioned too, Bruce, the importance of breathing and getting yourself kind of mentally prepared, like Mm -hmm. you're gonna go into a battle, like that can help you. It also helps with depression, believe it or not, and helps with our hormone levels, increases our circulation. For some people, it helps with fertility or even helps with weight loss. Not to mention it's really good for your skin and your hair. Ladies probably have heard of this, like if you're taking a shower, if you're experiencing hair loss when you're pregnant or after pregnancy or different times during your 
your life where the thyroid may not be functioning correctly. Taking more of a cold shower is really helpful in terms of maintaining your, some of your hair follicles and helping even with acne and things of that nature. So there are all kinds of benefits besides the challenge aspect, which helps build some willpower. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and, and the way I was, I guess, taught how to, how to take the cold showers, you, you take your normal shower first, right? You don't, don't sit there under the water for 20 minutes, but like you take a shower and then uh, on the, with hot water, and then you slowly turn it colder and colder and colder until you accustomed to it. You do that a couple days, and then then you try to go in cold turkey, I guess, would be the mm. <laughs> the, the right phrase there. <laughs> be ready there. But, for whoo! <laughs> and, uh, you know, another benefit that is just how important a solid morning routine is. Um, you know, when you wake up, you got to think your, your body's dehydrated, right? It just went eight maybe nine, seven hours without any liquids mm. and your body is running all night. And so a lot of times people want to go and they want to grab that cup of coffee. Well, that cup of coffee is the equivalent of like a drag car going from zero to a hundred miles an hour. Like coffee does not give you quote unquote energy. Um, instead, what I found is rehydrate your body and not cold water, um, tap water or, you know, whatever your healthiest, healthiest water you have, but drinking room temperature water when you wake up and rehydrating your body, you're replenishing any fluids that you lost. And it's, it's actually providing more energy than, you know, a cup of coffee would. Yeah. But go ahead. If I could add on to that. So what happens is when we ingest any type of food or fluid, particularly water, your body cannot absorb cold water right away. If you have water more around your body's temperature and add a little bit of lemon to it, yep. your cells will absorb it so much quicker. Yeah, so, uh, so drinking water in the morning has been a huge... Uh, benefit that I've found and that's not even part of my challenge that's just mm -hmm. I've noticed that because you know I go to, I wake up earlier now and go to the gym and uh, one of the one of the pieces of my challenge is to listen to an audiobook for the drive to and from the gym and that just so happens he was talking about the importance of water it's it's the book is called own your day own your life uh, he references Brody Miller the Olympic skier uh, and some of the training techniques that he does. And, you know, another part of my challenge that I'm really enjoying, never thought I would, never even knew how to do this before probably 16 days ago, was to, to journal. Um, you know, I, I like to think of myself as a manly man. <laughs> I hunt, I fish, I, you know, love cars, I, you know, mechanics, all that good stuff. But Journaling always seemed to be more on the, you know, that's what girls do, right? I'm gonna call I'm gonna call a spade a spade. That's what girls do. Uh, but I got introduced to this idea of journaling, and and in the journal, it it it's three questions. What are you grateful for today? Okay, it could be the fact that you have a car. It could be the fact that your foundation isn't leaking. Simple like 
everyday basics. The second question is, I am going to achieve, I'm going to work towards my goal today by, it could be that I'm going to prospect as much as I say that I'm going to prospect. It could be that I'm going to review my finances. And then the final question is, I'm going to impact blank, blank's day today by, so you want to positively impact somebody's day today. For example, this is this is what I wrote today. I'm going to positively positively impact Rhonda's day by recording an awesome podcast. Oh. That is literally what my focus was this morning. Mm. It's amazing how these little simple day-to-day things into our routines kind of can become almost like a ritual of mm-hmm. a way to cleanse some of the toxins out that maybe are lingering on in the morning, kind of like with that warm glass of water with lemon, particularly if we're mouth breathers and we're dehydrated <laughs> or suffer <laughs> from some type of sleep apnea issue or maybe put off drinking or eating healthy the day before. These little things that we do first thing out of the gate when we rise up and slowly awaken our body, whether it's taking that cold shower or practicing gratitude or hydrating ourselves, it really sets us up for success throughout the rest of our day. And I like the share there about the journal, Bruce, because you're intentionally setting steps for the day to reach your goals that feel impactful. Yeah. And it's, it's creating a focus around the day. Like I know that if anything, if the whole, the whole day could go bad, but if I do these three things, it's going to be a good day. Those little things that we have control of are really precious. And there are things that we need to hold close at heart and to make sure that we allow space for those things to happen. Um, and everything that we're working towards, you know, the cold shower, the water in the mornings, the journaling, the working out, like those are all healthy habits that honestly, if, if only one of those challenging myself with stick, it's totally worth it. I think we should put a habits challenge out there to our listeners. Yeah. I think if we, you know, to the people that responded and committed to, to the challenge, continue to update us on your progress um any listener who's catching this maybe you know it's august 7 or 18th today this is when this episode's coming out so if if you're listening to this in december or in 2025 email us like we'll help hold you accountable it's it's a great challenge it's a great way to to test your dedication to your own personal development Mm -hmm. commitment commitment to your health and well-being i like it yeah Awesome. Well, guys, this concludes our episode of Work Life 360. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, continue to, to cheer Ron and I on as we continue our journey to 60 days. And all of you that are joining us, we encourage you. Uh, good luck and have a great day. Be well, everybody. Thanks for joining. That wraps up this episode of Work Life 360. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to check out all of our other episodes for even more great content. Check out the show notes, any links, any articles that we've referenced in today's episode. 
We appreciate your time and ask you to send any feedback to worklife360podcast at gmail.com. We value your time and we're here for you. Contact me directly if you'd like to learn more about me coming to run a free sales training workshop for your team. Follow me on LinkedIn or check out my website at brucepumierswc.com. If you'd like to learn more about me or have a free health consult, check me out on LinkedIn or visit my website at planningtheseedsforhealthyliving.com. Thanks for joining us.